0: All right, guys, this is David, a.k.a. Reverse Long, and today I want to do a follow-up report on FLGC, which had an original price target of $2 after the report we put out. Uh, I think it was in September. It's been a while. Now, um, I was the lead investigator on FLGC. I was the guy that flew out to Columbia uh, after doing a bunch of due diligence, a bunch of research before I went On the ground, took a motorcycle up the the mountain in Bucaramanga, Colombia, in the middle of nowhere. It was tough to find that place to begin with. Uh, They wanted to hide it, you know, made very vague and everything. But I, with my with my persistence, I was able to do a lot of research and do my investigation and use my architecture background and landscape architecture background and site analysis preparation to find this place. And I'm very proud of. Being able to find it and being able to go there in person and expose it. I even met one of the executives at the site very spontaneously. I'm pretty sure everybody up there was very shocked to see me. Like, how the hell did this guy make it up here? (laughs) Did he take a helicopter or something? Oh my God, there's no roads up there. You have to take this motorcycle all the way up through the mountains you gotta speak Spanish you gotta speak Spanish there's no wi-fi there's mud it's all bad conditions anyway I go over that in detail in a few other videos which you can see on my channel on the for growth playlist uh you know I made quite a few a lot of them are just like really short videos of the motorcycle trip um and the road conditions and stuff like that but I wanted to extensively document it as we know. FLGC had a huge run up. It was one of the biggest pumps of the year. Uh, and I wanted to document this. This is a, like a very, this is my first experience in the shorts, in the activist shorts selling world. And I wanted to make a big, you know, make a big imprint on that and just document, do it all and do it uh, as, as best as I could. So there you go. You can see everything on the playlist. This is Javier Franco, one of the execs, of VP of agriculture up there. But anyway, this is uh, just a follow-up, you know? So let's see, a little review on it. So yeah, FLGC is a cultivation marijuana company and they've been acquiring a bunch of other weird companies uh, on the side. And now they're switching to like pharma and other things because they've been exposed and their marijuana business is not doing very well, as you can see in the stock um in the chart okay so this is the chart review so they had paid promotions all around earlier in the year i know a lot of bag holders don't want to hear it but yeah it was a paid promotion and pump and dump stock from the very beginning um so all this was run up through manipulation and paid promotion and then finally uh the blow off top was uh they put out a press release saying that they are acquiring it's actually a letter of intent to acquire Vessel Brand. And I go over this in my other videos. Um, and they actually, what's a, so that was the blow off top when they put the letter of intent, but they disguised there, they're trying to run it out as they acquired Vessel Brand for 30 million. It was a letter of intent, never happened. What's funny is that it happened on November 19th, yeah, 2021. No, no, on. Eleven on uh, November third, they acquired Vessel Brand. Finally, they acquired Vessel Brand on uh, uh, November third, around here. I don't know if you can see my mouse, but um, they acquired it there. I don't know if the mouse shows up on on Zoom. I'm using Zoom, and then uh, a, a week or two later, they did an offering. <laughs> you know, it's, it's such a sketchy company, but um, but yeah, they they put out a letter of intent here and to acquire. It never happened, and bam. I actually was in Columbia all throughout the run-up on the last final week. I didn't think it was going to run to 21, you know? So I flew out to Columbia um, around the top, what I thought was going to be the top, what is this, the teens? And then when I was in Columbia, I'm getting text messages saying, wow, did you see FLGC? It's it's, the few people that knew that I was out there. They're like, wow, it just hit the highs. And I was like in the middle of nowhere, barely getting reception. And uh, I couldn't see the charts or anything. So I, I was like, man, when someone texted me, it's in the 20s. I, I was like completely shocked. I couldn't see the charts or anything. But yeah, it ended up being in the 20s. Can you believe that? So anyway, um, it fades away after the report. Fades away. Also, the insider shares unlocked. Uh, massive dumping ensues. Stan Barty, one of the guys uh, that founded the company, probably, you know, funded the company early on had a ton of shares him and his wife you can see that in the report and uh they dumped like crazy you know that's why people do pump and dumps they send out mailers oh yeah here's the mailers they've been sending out mailers so i have this burner email uh that i signed up for a bunch of paid you know potential paid promotions in the past like stocktips.com or google asset. just google stock tips or stock tips for me get rich quick stocks you google all these degenerate kind of uh language into google search you're gonna get you know some websites that jump to the top to tell you to sign up so that are trying to like you know lure people that are to type in those keywords in. So then you put your email, and then you can sign up for the list. So you, you can do this on your own. And I have a podcast with um, IP Hawk. He has a paid promotion list uh, that he sends out every week. He does all this work for you, so you don't have to go through the... Because my email is pretty crazy with all these uh, spam. Basically, it's all spam. But anyway, as you can see, all these are paid mailers with FLGC in it. Uh, since... May. Yes, it's May. I have 91 emails of uh, paid promotions. So then you see June in here, August, August, a lot in August, September, uh, October, and November. So they're still kind of pumping this a little bit. even in November. Okay. So, and then you got okay so let's let's talk about tika Tawari. so tika Tawari starts pumping it like crazy on this day uh in september out of nowhere he pumps it from like four something or five to like seven dollars something around there but that doesn't matter what matters is okay so tika Tawari. this guy is a douchebag this guy is 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 not a good guy he's it's a scam, man. You know, so Tika, I don't know how he started. I don't know his history in the past. Apparently, he made a lot of money with Bitcoin and stuff like that. And recently, I saw a lot of videos of him on YouTube, on the commercials and stuff. Uh, he's trying to prom- promote some other things. This guy is luring in people and saying false things. Like, like with this, he lost all credibility with me. Um, he lost all credibility. He lied. Like he said he went to Bucaramanga, the site. I don't know. He investigated. He tried to find the best marijuana company. Marijuana is the future, blah, blah, blah. And he puts this out to his subscribers that pay like 3000 a month to buy, buy, buy. Why, why would you do that? And like he didn't go to the site. Tika Tawari did not go to the site. He did not go to Bucaramanga. He did not go in the mud in the mountains for three hours, a three-hour motorcycle ride. All the way up there, you know, and tour the site or whatever, meet Javier Franco and whoever's up there. He did not do that. He did not. He's he. What he's doing over here? He put a picture next to a Colombian police. He's in Bogota. Bo- Bogota, like, is it, maybe he was he went there to have dinner and and flew out of there. Bogota has nothing. There's nothing of FLGC in Bogota. Nothing. There's nothing. You don't. There's no weed stuff of FLGC. In Bogota if not I would have been there I would have loved to go to Bogota and hang out and be like in a real city uh where there's like internet and and uh ubers and all this normal stuff no this isn't Boca Romanga it's it's a whole nother city on the other side of the other country that's like like being in in Texas and California like totally different places you know um yeah so Tika Tawari is a liar he's a liar he's not telling the truth he's a liar and somebody on his team is forced i don't know maybe he's unaware he's just like doing the marketing now he's just a mascot now for his company but he is not this is he should have stopped this this is not the truth this is a lie uh he did not go to bucaramanga and if you're buying it because of him you uh are buying something for the uh, he, he lied to you he lied to you anyways he, said, he says he's in an armored car here um uh, okay since this is an, an audio i'm gonna read it out because uh i'm doing this for youtube and audio now so okay so there's a photo here of a tika tuari's palm beach investment group um app that he has you paid a four thousand uh, dollar subscription and you get this tika Tuari thing and he gives you like stock tips and crypto tips and you just follow him you become super billionaire you know so anyway, it says this. It shows Tika with some sunglasses on next to a, a Colombian Federale guy. And uh, the Colombian Federale guy is real. I think he was in Colombia. You know, he just was in the wrong part. And then uh, he was ha- having a good old time there. He didn't, he didn't take the motorcycle. So anyway, to the mountain. He says, the country is fully committed and moving past its battle scars. The government is pro-business, and the citizens are eager to work. Not only that, but there's a legion of well-trained agricultural workers ready and willing to jump into the legal cannabis sector. After all, Colombia is a top exporter of dry-cut flowers like roses. And at its core, the cannabis plant is exactly that, a flower. At the time of my visit, the government was rolling out new regulations. And more were coming down the pike. But what was clear to me was that Colombia had the potential to become the green breadbasket of the world, Meaning as soon as Colombia approved the export of legal cannabis, no other country would be able to compete with the high quality, low cost nature of the Colombian plants. And the market for these products is exploding. The current global cannabis market is valued at $20 billion and the industry data analytics firm Research and Markets projects have figured to explode to $43 billion by 2025. The Colombian government isn't just indicating its support for legal cannabis. It's acting on it, too. On July 23rd, Colombian President Ivan Duque signed signed a law that allows producers to export dry club flour with up to 1% THC and let companies use cannabis in food, beverages, clothing, and medicines. This is great news for flora. It has divisions in food, beverages, cosmetics, clothing, and pharmaceuticals. And on September 7th, Florida growth received even more news. The Colombian government approved it to export 17,400 pounds of THC above 1% cannabis east this year. That gives Flora the green light to explore export to European, Canadian, Australian markets right off the bat. At a going rate of 670, 645 per gram, Flora has the potential to see 51 million in sales from just from its high THC growing operation. And a few others can compete in the Flora on cost of growth, thanks to Columbia's great growing environment and Flora's experienced cultivators, it's been able to achieve a growth cost of six cents per gram. Actually, 93% gross profit margin at the current market rate, 25 times better than market average. Said another way, the competition is spending an average of 150 to grow a harvest, one, one gram, Flora is spending six cents. blah, blah, blah. All right, I really don't feel like reading this anymore, man. This, this is uh, some bullshit. So anyway, uh, I went when I was at the site speaking with Javier Franco, the VP of Agriculture, uh, which is right here on this really cool photo that I have of him trying to grab my phone up there. He was getting combative, uh, so he, you know, so I had this camera, I, I was filming him, and he didn't like it, and he didn't want to let me in. After he told me on the phone I could get a tour. So then he got really pissed off and tried to grab try to grab my phone. And like, you know, and once he realized he overreacted and all this and I was filming him, he kind of backed off. But, yeah, they, they, you know, so I asked him straight up right there. I was like, what is your plan I, I, you have on the newswire or whatever on these e- on these uh, spam emails that you can uh, export for six cents a gram? Can you please explain that to me? And also, please, I asked him this uh i asked him can you please explain how you're gonna ship this down because like the mountain it took me three hours to get up here on a motorcycle and like it got really steep towards the end especially there's no roads how can you do this for six cents a gram it's gonna cost you a lot of just to build a road to make to attempt to make that happen he had no answer he had no answer but going back let's see uh i don't want to read the whole thing anymore but anyway um Key acquisitions. They, oh, yeah. They mentioned Vessel Brand in there. Right here. Okay. So the highlight. Meanwhile, in the U.S. For a recently purchased Vessel Brand, a smoking and vaping accessories brand. Not only did, did uh, Tika Tuari lie about like going to Bukaramanga or whatever, an armored vehicle. Uh, he says they purchased Vessel Brand. They didn't purchase Vessel Brand. And if you can, you know, you read right here, it says letter of intent to acquire vessel brand for 30 million. A letter of intent is not an acquisition. I said this before in the other video. But anyway, yeah, that was the the last catalyst that pushed this to the top. And then they dumped it. And then they actually acquired Vessel Brand for 30 million, which is which is uh when the company is worth less, they're giving the same amounts. So that's just it's just uh, all sloppy all over the place um, yeah the revenues were six million and they paid 30 million like that of the company so FLGC's um, revenues six million they paid 30 million for vessel brand that's pretty crazy that's not that's not a good deal um, now lastly I want to start to wrap this up now. Um, so lastly, they're switch. Uh, Flora's switching to pharmaceuticals, and they have a Flora Pharma now in the UK. Uh, so this means Flora. Sadly, you know their whole big thing of this whole run-up was the the weed in the mountain, this utopia in, in the top of the mountains, and the, they have drone shots and everybody all smiling in the videos um, about this whole utopia in the mountains, and Javier Franco. This guy that I saw over there is all over trying to grab my phone. Um, it looks like they're going to be out of a job soon because I, got, I you know, it's that the weed they have, the little bit of weed they have growing up there is just not, what are they going to do with it? You know, there's, there's just nothing, they, they can't bring it down from the mountain. They can't, so their whole six cents per gram, it's unfeasible unless they come out with a whole system of drone shipping or helicopter shipping or something because that that location is totally unacceptable uh inaccessible and in my opinion and you know you can take this for you i'm not gonna call just something a flat out fraud i don't you know uh but you know it's like the place was a hollywood set they had a sign up front that said floor growth uh they had a little batch of Marijuana plants, I couldn't go up close enough, but who knows if they're real or not. Who knows? They had a few employees. They managed to get like one truck up there, and th- that's it, like some off roading vehicle. And uh, yeah, that, that that's it, you know. And the company at the time, I think, was worth like, I, I don't know, something ridiculous, like $400 million or something like that. And, you know, and I go over this in the other videos, but the, the place was created to, to run to do the minimum requirements to make this scheme happen, you know, and it's uh, it all goes uh, down to the the architect of it, which was probably Stan Barty, the guy that met with like Jordan Belfort back in the in the 90s, uh, in the heyday when J- Jordan Belfort, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street, was at his prime of of, uh, messing things up all, you know, doing fraud and all types of things. And I'm going to have another in my Furu series and my, you know, stock promoter legends, <laughs> the scumbag legends. Uh, I'm going to do a, a report on, uh, Jordan Belfort, you know, cause he owes a lot of money and he has like LLCs in Australia and stuff like that. So he does, he doesn't want to pay people back. His victims back things messed up and uh stuff and another stock promoter like the Birdman, which i have a little skit with him i call it the interlude you know it's pretty 30 second clip it actually got a decent amount of views for being so short and uh and i'm gonna go over and tika Tawari as well you know tika Tawari has a history as well uh yeah in my opinion he got lucky with the whole bitcoin thing you know it's like bitcoin yeah he, he says he made people a lot of money and all that but man i remember just quickly, because this is this is off topic now. But I remember back, you know, back when when Bitcoin was very low price, I remember like my Uber driver in in Los Angeles. said, man, you heard of this Bitcoin stuff? You know, it's gonna everybody's gonna be rich and it's this. And, that. and I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, I don't know what the, the Uber guy is a genius? Is he a, like this is the time Tika Tuari was saying to buy Bitcoin? You know, so is, is Tika Tohari is a genius? So that now that this Uber driver is a genius. And I don't think, and, and I heard it a couple other times too. He just got lucky. He just got lucky. So like, and I guess from then on he grew and started his own marketing, and now he's like kind of detached from the whole thing. Because why? How? Why would you straight up lie to your paying subscribers uh, if you have a good reputation and you're a good, good dude? You know, uh, something sketchy happens. I mean, look at this company with this all this paid emails. They pumped this thing hard. Look at that. You know, this guy is just a sketchy dude. But uh, bottom line, okay, to finish this out, it, we gave it a $2 price target. And um, we're being generous. And it actually, it cracked two the other day. I think the offering pushed it below two. It's doing exactly exactly what it, what it that's a clean fade. Other than this little perk right here from Tika Tuari's pump, this is a clean fade the whole year, you know? But yeah, that sums it up. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys later. I am going to work on more of these like follow-up podcasts uh, from the reports and the paid promotions and pump and dumps and all that. But yeah, I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening.